Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Listen, it is a great day, a great night, a great morning. I want to welcome you, kings. I want to welcome you, my brothers. I want to welcome you, my survivors, my my friends. I want to welcome you to Men Conquering Depression. We are back at it again. And today and tonight and this morning, we're going to talk about removing shame and guilt. We're going to talk about removing those very acts that we've done and how guilt plays a, a major role in stymieing or moving forward and stopping us from moving forward in our lives. Shame is something in a word that people don't like to talk about, especially men, because we've all done shameful acts. We've all done things that have uh, hindered us and stopped us or things that when they're uncovered, we don't like people to know and make us feel a certain way and make us move into a place of discomfort. But shame also can be a learning curve. Shame also can be a place where you can learn about yourself and learn about who you are and what you are and why you did or made that offense that you did. Shame also comes with struggles. Shame also comes with things that put you in a back burner from within yourself. Shame is a, a an accuser of oneself. And I say that because... When you, when you when you've done a shameful act and it gets revealed the 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 way you feel is really overwhelming it can put you in a dark place it can put you in a place where there's no restitution it can put you in a place where there's no uh defining moment where you can come out but there is a defining moment and this is when you got to reveal it to yourself reveal it to others that you've done this and be accountable for it. But there is another partner in shame. It's called guilt. And guilt will is the killer. Guilt is the one that really suppresses you and brings you down and puts you in a place where you don't want nobody to know. Because being guilty about something means meaning that you committed something, you did something. And when we look at the court system being guilty through a, through a case, well, when a lawyer, when two lawyers go at it, uh, one is trying to condemn you for being guilty and the other is trying to save you from being guilty and the judge is the ultimate there is such a great hindrance in this and i say that because guilt can weigh you down guilt can make you feel like you don't know why you did it it can make you feel in such a way in such a place where it, it will hold you back and stop you from the very things that you need to be doing in life but shame is the uh, the driving force. Shame is the one that when you do something, if you don't acknowledge that you've done something, 
when it gets revealed, because it will, it will get revealed. I don't care if it's three years, five years, one year, two weeks, one month. It's going to get revealed at some point. And you're going to have to answer for that shameless act, that shameful act, rather. You're going to have to answer for that to whatever party and to whom you have to answer to. But one day, you're going to have to answer to it. And literally, it's going to blow up in your face. It's going to make you feel shameful. You know, so it's it's really a, a uh, crazy factor in understanding understanding uh, uh, what is what is it about yourself that has have put you in this place to do that very thing, that shameful act, that shameful place and how it'll make you want to, it would make you want to reveal it because it, you'll carry it. And that's where guilt come in. Guilt is like the, not only the monkey in the room, the gorilla in the room, rather. Guilt is like the, the carrying case of that shameful act. And those two work hand in hand. Those two work hand in hand. Those two put you in a place where it weighs you down. It tugs at you. It, it pulls at you. It allows you to be uncomfortable. It allows you to be uh uncomfortable in such a way where you you be uncomfortable around people and, and certain discernments of people will pick up on what's going on with you. They might not know it outright, might not know the precise thing that's what's going on with you. But one thing they will know, there's something going on. There's something going on in your life. There's something going on that you've done. Uh, it might be in your countenance. It might be in your action. It might be in your response. It might be, it might be your rebuttals back to people when they ask you a question. And and one of the most mitigating and crucial factors in having and dealing with shame and guilt is that you take it everywhere. You'll take it to the store. You'll take it to the gym. You'll take it to work. And that's when it becomes a real problem because it becomes a real problem because shame will talk to you. Shame will have these hidden conversations with you. Shame will have these hidden conversations with you about you did something that's probably uncommon to your character. You did something that's probably uncommon Comment to your spirit, comment to who you are as an individual, and it'll take a toll on you. It'll take a toll on you in such a way where it'll take a toll on you in such a way where there it will be something that um you probably gotta have to get help from. You probably have to really come out and say, Hey, I'm dealing with some shameful issues. I'm not proud of these things that I've done. It's not my character. It's not my. It's not who I am as a man. And it's okay to say that. It's okay to say it's uncommon for me. It's it's uncommon for my character. I, I just made a mistake. And once you own up to it, it, it you'll feel better. You'll feel freer. Now there's still um other there's still other unwrappings or unravelings that you have to go through in removing shame. Because it latches on to you, as, as I as I mentioned earlier, not only does it latch on to you, you take it everywhere. You take it everywhere, and it could be triggered at some point too. But one of the things shame also does, when you commit a shameful act, it will bring you right back to that act. Meaning that you can be a shameful, repeated offender. You could be a shameful person that's doing something over and over and over. And even though you know it's shameful, you're still doing it. You're still addicted to it, so and so to speak. Not an addiction like drugs, but it's something that you've constantly done and constantly put you in a bad place. But even though you're doing it and and you know it's wrong, you're still doing it. So you got to come to the knowledge of saying, you know, this is not right. 
and the parties that are involved are not, you know, they don't deserve that, including myself. Shameful is a self-inflicting, doing a shameful act can be self-inflicting as well. It can put you in a place where you where you, you question yourself, why did I do that to myself? Why did I put myself in that position? Why did I do that? What was I thinking? How many times have we said that to ourselves? Or how many times have we said that to our spouses or family members or constituents? What was I thinking? What was I thinking? What was I thinking when I did that act? What was I thinking when I made that decision? What was I thinking? What was I thinking? What was going on? What what me? What drove me to do that? What drove me? Was there other issues that drove me to do that? Um other intangibles that put me in that place to make that shameful act? Were there other things that had me in a place that pushed me to do this this thing that's so that's detrimental to my spirit and detrimental to my mind, my heart, my thought process? And when we look at doing a shameful act from a uh, we're gonna just start with our emotions. From an emotional standpoint, it's really uh uh really not good because it that shameful act will play on your emotions. That shameful act will have you up going up and down the radar about something that you've done that it's just uncommon. Just uncommon to who you are as a man. Uncommon to you are as a person and uncommon to who you are as the individual. And then that's when guilt come in. That's when guilt makes this stage and makes this makes this uh uh it's make it makes this um what's the word I'm looking for? Makes his it's entrance to you and makes his entrance and say, Hey, I'm here as well because someone has to deal with me. Someone has to someone has to deal with this guilt. And guilt, like I said earlier, will weigh you down. We'll put you in a place where there is no uh there's no feeling. It'll make you numb. It'll make you numb. It'll make you. It'll make you feel like you've done something so bad that you're numb to the world. You're numb to your job. You can uh, have this zombie type effect and things. So I want you to understand and know that guilt is not something to play with, as well as shame. It's not something to play with. And yeah, we make mistakes. Yeah, we we do things out of context. We do things out of character. But we don't want to be repeated offenders in this. We don't want to constantly be repeated doing these things and thinking it's okay to continue to do these things. We don't want to do that. We want to. We don't want to trick ourselves into thinking uh, uh, we're doing this and nobody knows it. Yes, yeah, somebody's going to find it out eventually. Either it's going to get revealed through you, it's going to, or it's going to get revealed uh, through a circumstance. So, you know, to to get a grasp on why you did that act and alleviate it is 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 a really key key point. Um, number two, we're going to talk about the mental anguish that we deal with when we do a shameful act. When we do a shameful act, especially a, an offense against someone, someone we love, someone we care about, or just the whole idea. Period. And we get around that person, the mental anguish that we're dealing with, the mental anguish that hovers over us, that that uh, uh, covers us, that keeps us in a place of uh, darkness, keeps us in a place of darkness, and these areas of um, these areas of just emptiness, because you know guilt weighs on you, it weighs you down, it. Uh, It'll put you in the dark, deep fog. It'll put you in a place where you just want to sit in the room by yourself because the guilt is really, 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 really heavy. And that's from that mental standpoint. 
Let's talk about, you know, your heart. Let's talk about when we do a shameful act, how it affects our heart, how it affects the very thing that beats in us, the very, the very organ that has a, that has its own sound. You know, the heart has its own sound. The heart has its own template. The heart uh, beats uh, consistently according, uh, um, according to your health. You know, it beats the way it needs to beat. But when you're dealing with shameful, when you when you have committed a shameful act, it will affect your heart. It will make your heart race uh, uh, faster. It will, it will put you in a place of how you hurt yourselves and how you hurt others. That's what your heart would do. That's what it would do to your heart, rather. So we got to get an understanding on what happens when we do a shameful act and how it affects our heart, how it puts us in a place of... Um, how it puts us in a place of it in a degrading way. And then guilt affects your heart as well. You know, but we're not gonna tap into that yet. But as we talk as we move as we move from the heart and move into the uh to the soul, guilt shame affects your soul too, where your emotions lie. Shame affects your decision making, you know. Shame affects those things in us and through us and it's not, not, not at all. It's not pretty. It's not pretty at all. It's not a good feeling. I've done numerous shameful acts in my life. And every time I've asked myself at the end of it, why did I do that? Why? And that was stupid. That was dumb. Like, how many times have you called yourself dumb and stupid after you've done something dumb and stupid? <laughs> how many times have you called yourself that? How many times have you done that? To yourself, you know, when you're done, when you're done something that's just a bonehead, a bonehead move and, and you just got to kick yourself and put yourself and say, wow, how and why did I do that? You know, and uh, so it happened. It, so shameful actually taps your soul as well. It puts you in a place of, you know, emptiness, puts you in a place of emptiness within yourself. And you got to walk and carry that around. That's why it's good when you have an offense, when you offend yourself with the shameful act, because you got to understand how shame works. When you when you make it when you do a shameful act, it offends you first. Because remember, when you do a shameful act, more times out of nine times out of ten, the party parties don't know about it. People don't know about it. Um, it might be hidden. It might be not seen. Yeah, it might be not revealed. So you're actually uh, uh, causing self-inflection on yourself. You're actually putting yourself in a place where there's a self-infliction thing to yourself. So you carry that thing around. You carry it around uh, in your soul. You carry it around in your mind. You carry it around in your heart. And let's talk from a spiritual sense. When you carry something around, your spirit is affected by it too. Because we are spirit beings. You, your spirit is affected in such a way where you it would stop you from tapping into the spirit. It will, it will put you in a place where you can't be spiritual in prayer, can't be spiritual in your meditation, in your reading, things that you're doing. 
um, because it, it will vex your spirit. It will, uh, and that's a Jamaican term, I believe, vex your spirit, but it will put you in a place where your spirit is wounded, your spirit is hurt, because all these factors factor in, all these things, all these mitigating factors factor in. When you cause the offenses to yourself and it's not pretty, it can, it can take weeks, months, years to come out of it. It could take weeks, months, years of even acknowledging it, understanding that you've done something and, you know, and now you got to come out of it because it's hard to come out of something that you constantly lie in, that, you, that you've constantly allowed to have a foothold in your mind. You know, shame will have a foothold in your mind. Shame will have a foothold in your spirit. It will have a foothold in your heart. It would have a foothold in your faculties. It'll, it'll just make you just feel awkward on a regular basis until you acknowledge it first and then want to what? Do what? Eradicate it. Get it, get it out of your system. Get it out of your mind. But you can't go back to it. You can't go back to something that you know has damaged you because then you'll start acting damaged. You, you'll start acting like you, you need to have damaged control. You'll start acting like you need to have damage control of oneself. And in the meantime, that damage control will actually put you in a place of hurt, put you in a place of why did I do this, put you in a place where you are very, 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 uh, you know, just disgusted by it. You know, shame will bring, bring this disgusting thing to you and allow you to be in a place where there's nothing um, there's nothing good that you can think about at that moment, at that time, you know, and then guilt, like I said, brings you away. Guilt uh, carries you. Guilt, guilt stays on top of you. You carry guilt around. You loathe it around. It's a heavy, 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 heavy thing to, to, to carry something around that you've done that has made you feel bad, that has hurt others that you know of, because that's why... It's so prevalent to get to acknowledge the shame because when you're carrying it around like that and you stand amongst people that you know you've done a shameful act too and they might not know it, the guilt just overrides you. The guilt just overtakes you that you actually can stand near this person or be near this person knowing that you've done something to him or her from an offensive, shameful state or from an offensive, shameful place. So we want to, you know, just really acknowledge that and actually, you know, actually not only acknowledge it, but actually eradicate it from our minds and from our hearts, our souls and our spirits. You know, shameful is a is real thing. It's real. And shameful uh, being doing a shameful act and being shameful is two different things, of course, but they both coincide together. They both coincide together. Let's talk about the heaviness of guilt. Let's talk about the heaviness of guilt. Let's talk about the heaviness of guilt and what it truly does to your mind. You know, it it, it, it puts you in a place of uh, um it, it actually supersedes shame it supersedes shame when you when you have a when you have a guilty action or you have when there's guilt over you, it supersedes shame in such a way where it makes it it makes you, it's a heaviness to come on your mind, especially your mental faculties, because I've been there. I've been there when I've done something uh, shameful and then guilt would just come right in and push shame out the way and say, hey, I, I'm taking over here now. 
and to push it out the way, and not only allow it to take over here, allow it, it would, it would, it would dictate by taking over that spot that Shane once, um, that real estate that Shane was once there in your mind, and that guilt can affect your decision making. The guilt can affect who you are, can affect your health. You know, these things that I'm talking about is coming out out of the book of men conquering depression are all and all could be health related as well. We as men have to be very careful, very watchful of ourselves and what we do, very watchful when we commit acts, when we do things, and you can commit good acts and you'll get the you'll get a good result. Your body will thank you, your mind will thank you, your heart will thank you in those places, you know, uh, um of being good. But, you know, we have to learn this process. We have to learn these things amongst ourselves and be honest when we've done something wrong. Be honest when we offended someone. Be honest even to ourselves. You know, when was the last time you, were you did you apologize to yourself for for allowing yourself to do something, bone, do a bonehead act or do a shameful act? When the last time you, you actually had a conversation with yourself and you're not crazy. And I'm not saying you're not crazy. I'm not saying that you're crazy in reference to really talking to yourself in a way of like, hey, you know, you were, you know, you're not supposed to do that. You wasn't supposed to do that. You wasn't supposed to handle that that way. That was the wrong way to handle that. That was the wrong way to do that. You shouldn't have did that, you know. So it takes a toll on the mind as well. It takes a toll on the mind in such a way where it it, it really drag it 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 pulls you down. It pulls you down from out of the sphere of from where you're going. And it will weigh on you, like literally it will weigh on you, you know. So we want to be mindful of how it affects our organs, how it affects parts of our body, how it affects our health, how it affects our mental health. You know, shame will affect your mental health. You know, shame will affect your um, your mental health. I'm, I'm going to say that again, and I want this to resonate with you, my brothers. I want you to resonate, this to resonate with you, my kings, because shame, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my. It's a deadly thing. It's a deadly thing. It's a deadly thing. It's a deadly act. It's a deadly act. It's a deadly act. And in the combination of it with guilt will put you in a in a in an area of sometimes no return. Sometimes no return. Some of the things people don't come back from is because of self acknowledgement of the act, self acknowledgement of the of the uh, trespass amongst themselves and others, and then also the heaviness of guilt that pushes them into a further oblivion. Listen to my words here. That pushes them into a further oblivion, and they'll cover it up. Because once it get, it's like it's like it's like shame and guilt gets out into the sea of your life. It gets out into the depth, the deepest part of your life. That's why I mentioned emotions. I mean, that's why I mentioned your soul, because it'll get into the depth of your soul, and it wants it'll stay there, and you want to keep it there because it's you. It's what in your mind. In your heart, in your spirit, is hidden. Nobody can see it. Nobody can see the very things or thing or things that you've done to put you in that place. So you have to be very aware of where you are and how you allowed to get there. That's why self acknowledgement is so key. Um, get an understanding of what you've done to yourself and and really dealing with it from the from the get go is so key. 
because it will take you and move you into a oblivion state where it, it'll be hard to come back. Not saying you can't, because all things are possible. If you put your mind and your heart, your soul, and your spirit to it, but it'd be hard to come back from because of the the depth that you put it out, the the depth of your soul, the depth in uh, how you put it out there, where it it, it encompasses your soul, and then it, it's it's hard to bring that back and acknowledge it. It's hard to bring that back and put it in perspective and severing the ties. You have to sever ties with shame. You have to sever ties with guilt. You have to kind of kind of let it know that. You know, you're not traveling with me no more. Let it know you're not laying with me no more. When I go to sleep, you're not here anymore. And you have to acknowledge that. And sometimes the acknowledgement, well, I think the first thing, the acknowledgement is apologizing to yourself. It's first. That's the first thing of, of, of saying to yourself. You know, once you beat up on yourself a little bit, because we all do, but when you get to that grip, to like, you know what, I got to stop this. And you make your business to stop it. That'll help you. You know what I'm saying? So... I need you to understand, guys, that this is real. Shame is real. The combination of shame and guilt is real. Shameful acts are real, you know. And if we don't really get a grasp on them, they will go into the abyss of our soul. They'll go into the deepest, darkest places of our soul and take resonance there. And if we're not careful, it'll actually start to grow. It'll start to, and it will erupt like a volcano. It doesn't take that much for it to re- erupt because it's because of the power it took to move it down in your soul. The power it took to move it down in a place where it's hard to get to. That's why I'm, I'm going to keep reiterating: when you do a shameful act, you want to get on it right away. You want to get on it. You want to jump on it. Even you got to apologize to somebody, apologize to yourself, say, hey, I was wrong. I was off. That wasn't me. Give me another chance. Um, give me another chance. That wasn't me. I was wrong. I was off. It was immature of me, you know, and uh, the price that, that you will pay in the long run will be shorter. It will be longer, I'm sorry, uh, if you did it early. The price you paid in the long run, in the long run, will be will be more detrimental to you if you acknowledge it in the beginning and if you acknowledge it, acknowledge it and allow yourself to walk in it real easy. So I know uh, at times, you know, when we do stuff as men, we don't want people to know. I've been there. I've been there. But, I, you know, my greatest victory has come. My greatest victories over shame and guilt have come from acknowledgement. I've come from being in a place saying, hey, I raised my hand. I did it. But that's not who I am. I raised my hand. I did it. But that's not who I am. I raised my hand to let you know that I did it. But that's not who I am. That's not the makeup of who I am as a man. And at that very moment, the release comes in. Because now, shame doesn't have to, can't hide anymore. Shame, you, you've exposed shame. You expose shame. So when you expose shame, guilt cannot ride off the energy of shame. It can't do it. It can't ride off the energy of shame. Guilt can't ride off on it because you expose shame into a way, into a place where everybody know. And you're actually saying, like, I don't care about your opinions of me. I don't care how you feel about me. You know, you're going to have your opinions anyway. Yes, I did it. And, you know, if, if they're not close enough to you where their opinions really matter, 
then you continue to move on. But also as you continue to move on, you put yourself in this dynamic place of getting becoming healed. You put yourself in this dynamic place of becoming whole. And that's what it's all about when you acknowledge it right away, when you understand. Because you know what you do. When you do something wrong, we all know. We all know what we do. When we do something wrong, we do it. <laughs> and I'm just telling you now, I've done some stuff knowing that it was wrong. And I still went out and did it. But I paid the consequences the next day or the next minute, the next hour, when I stopped shaming myself because shame, shame took a hold of me. Shame took a hold of my mind. It took a hold of my heart. It took a hold of my soul. It took a hold of my spirit. And it, 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 it took a hold and it wanted to have this lifelong residence in me, you know, and it wanted to bring its partner along of guilt. You know, but I had to raise my hand about guilt, too, and say, I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. Yes, I did it. I'm guilty. And a lot of times, even when you say that, you don't have to give the gory te details to people unless, it's, unless you offended someone and, it's, and they're very close to you and it's very, you know, it's very significant. But you don't have to give any details. All you got to do is say, yeah, I did it. That's me. I'm the one. I did that. You know, and I'm telling you that release comes, that freedom comes, freedom comes in your mind, freedom comes in your soul and your spirit. And it's a great thing. It is a great thing. It's a great thing. So we want to, when we deal with shame, when we have a shameful act, we want to acknowledge it first. That's number one. We want to acknowledge it right away. We want to get right on it and acknowledge it right away. And we don't want to give guilt. Any type of credence, we don't want to give guilt any type of time that it can latch itself on the shame because it will show up. It will show up in, in its inevitable, inevitable stage. It will show up in the beginning. It will show up. And that's what's guilty, guilty or guilt will lay around and want to attach itself. So the key, like I said, number one is acknowledgement. The key, number two, is also um, forgiving yourself that you've done this act. You know, the key number three is really putting yourself in the position of not doing it again because shame can be repetitive. Shameful acts can be repetitive. Shameful acts can have you in this topsy-turvy place, topsy-turvy place where you're going round and around and around and around of this, doing this act. And if you get to a place, actually, we don't even know what you're doing. I'm just going to give you a real story. I was doing some stuff sometime that I didn't even know I was doing it. Because I was so what? I was I was an habitual, habitual, I'm sorry. I was in <laughs> I was doing habitual shameful acts. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy how we can do something and we know it's bad and still be and still be an habitual offender of it? Even though we we know it's bad. Even though we know it's gonna affect someone. And most important, it's gonna affect ourselves first. But we become habitual shamers. <laughs> There's such a word. We become habitual, <coughs> excuse me, shameful, you know, actors. And it's not a good feeling. It's not a good feeling. It's, it's not a good feeling. That's why you want to acknowledge it right away. That's number three, you know, acknowledgement and understanding that you've done it and really freeing yourself from it. Four is the release the release of the release of it mentally, the release of it spiritually, the release of it solically. If there's such a word, this the release of it is so key. The release of what you're doing is so key. And it's really um 
Um, it's a phenomenal feeling when you can actually admit and say, I did something and I'm, you know, because when you say you would do, when you say you've done it and you admit that you've done it, you actually have opened the prison gates of being shameful. You've opened the prison gates of being guilty and you can walk right out of them and leave shame and guilt in that prison. Leave it right there. 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 So we want to understand what shame and, and guilt does to us from a short-term and long-term elongated uh, expense. And it's always at our expense. Always remember, brothers, always remember, kings, what we do is going to affect us first, good or bad. What we do in life is going to affect us first, good or bad. It's going to hit us first. If we do good acts, guess what? We're going to feel good about ourselves, that we helped someone or did something or uh, did, did, did the right thing. But if we do bad, it's the same way. They both work in the same universe. We have to understand that. I want to thank you once again for tuning in. I want to thank you once again for following. Um, this is about the men in this world. This is about every man that's walking on this planet. I don't care what culture you're from. I don't care uh, what city you're from. I don't care what continent you're from. I don't care if you're international or not. This is about you, my brothers. This is about you. It doesn't make a difference if you make 50000 a year or 500000 a year. This is about you. This Men Conquering Depression community is about men all in all walks of life. And all walks of life is all about men. And before I get off, I'm going to talk about sponsorship. We have good sponsorship over here. And I want to start off with a company called Beards. Bomb and Braun, and it's a skincare company for men, for us, that works and operates, I mean, that helps us have better skin. You can go on menconquerdepression.com, or you can go on men underscore, um, I'm sorry, not men, under, menconquerdepression.com, my apologies. You can go on Beards, Beards, Balm, and Braun. That's Beards, B-A-L-M, Balm, and Braun, B R A. W-N. You can go on that .com and check out all our products. Also, you can go on IG and find Beards, Bomb, and Braun. Beards underscore, Bomb underscore, Braun, Braun underscore, and see tutorials, see stuff. You know, I'm going to be doing, uh, if you go on my Facebook page of Men Conquering Depression, so there's a lot of quotes there. There's a lot of information there. Remember, the book is dropping um, uh, either late spring, early summer, or in between that. We're moving forward and that's going to be a work with, with it. MenConqueringDepression.com is also going to, it has its own app now. Um, we're going to impart that. That's attaching itself to it. Also, we're going to have, um, we're going to have, uh, cards. We're going to have flashcards. We're going to move forward, man. You know, we, we have to get healed. Not only that, we have to walk in our healness and we're going to walk in our healness boldly. Men Conquering Depression is a community for men, by men, and with men. That's what it's all about. So no matter what changes coming in your life, if you're over 50 or under 50, under 30 or over 30, doesn't make a difference. We are here for you today. You can hit me up, like I said, on menconquerdepression.com. You can also hit me up on my page on Facebook as well. You know, we, we are doing the, this thing for men. This is our season of healing. This is our season of walking and healing. 
But before we walk in this total healing, in this total wholeness, there's things in our life we have to get rid of. And I and I can say that personally myself, um, for being a cancer survivor, for being someone that's been divorced, to being someone that had that's lost jobs. I've lost jobs, I've lost cars, I've done made bad decisions, you know, uncommon and, and, and uncommon to who I am. And I had to learn some hard some hard I had to learn some hard decisions in hard places. So this is what it's all about, my brothers. It's just coming together as one. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear your comments. You can hit me up. Remember this podcast, Men Conquer Depression, is on all platforms from Sirius to Pandora and beyond. It's on Apple. It's on Amazon as well. But I want you to look for the book. You can also pre-order the book on the website, menconquerdepression.com. Um, it's going to, it's a phenomenal book. If you haven't, just look at the cover. When you go on the website, you will see the cover of the book. It's a phenomenal book. So when you go on the website, you'll see the cover of the book and you'll see all the issues that we deal with on a daily basis. You know, um, I'm going to be doing a segment on Thursdays called Reveal to Heal. And uh, we're going to talk about how we can heal through revealing our hurt. How we can heal through revealing our pain, how we can heal by 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 revealing our bad decisions, by revealing the things that we've done that are uncommon to who we are. And I'm excited about that Thursday night. You know, we have so much stuff coming down the down the pipe, so many things for men and for men. I want you men to feel special about this. I want you to understand that there's a community for you. There's someone out here doing doing this thing for you. And I want men to be to be healed and whole. I want men to truly continually walk in their calling, no matter what area they're in of their life, no matter what year they're in of their life, you still can walk into everything that God has given you. I just I want to encourage you on today and thank you as well that this is a great time to to be a man. And I'm gonna say that again. I like that. I like that. This is a great time to be a man. Max matter of fact, it's all the time is a great time to be a man. But I say this time because where we're growing is men. I ain't say going. I said where we're growing. You know, I need more maturity. You need more maturity. There's some areas in our lives we got to mature a lot. We, we have to mature more. Plain and simple. And when we come to the grips of understanding that, that there's some areas in our life that we need, need to do better at, you know it. I don't know it, but you know it. It's like it's some areas in my life I have to get better at, and I know it. So this is the type of community that we're working and operating in. This is the type of community that's substanding for men. This is the type of community that men are going to be able to come and come and get peace and come and get joy and strength because and, and, other men is going to rally around them. You know, I can't wait. I can't wait till we start doing uh, uh, speaking engagements and having other things, but you know, the book has to drop first and a book has to come out to springboard all these other things from speaking engagements, um, to using things on TikTok, to being in a place of doing things, um, with the app. And, and I just want to mention also on the app, if you are looking for counseling, I'm there. I have a, I have some counseling certificates that I've taken. I'm certified to be a counselor. Um, and it's nothing like hearing, speaking to someone that has been through some stuff. And I've told you about my divorces. I've told you about the things that I've lost. I told you about my cancer battles, you know, and much other things. I've dealt with self-esteem, low self-esteem. I dealt with divorce, hurt, obesity, abandonment, brokenness, rage, jealousy, inconsistency. It's just some of the small things I talk about in the book that's actually on the cover of the book if you look at it. 
But, you know, um, I, I want to offer counseling sessions to you guys to understand and know that someone's in your corner. And this won't be any ordinary counseling session. You will not be sitting on the couch. Nope, we don't do that. That's just corny. <laughs> Can I get an amen? That's just corny. You know, we're going to sit eye to eye. You know, we're going to sit and look in each other's eyes. We're going to sit and look and, and get an understanding and feeling of each other. We're going to sit and look at each other and understand that we, we're all in this together and know that you're in my corner and I'm in your corner. So this counseling is going to be a really a great exchange amongst men, you know, um, but it's not going to be your therapeutic session. It's not going to be like a therapeutic session where it's normal. It's going to be therapeutic, but at the same time, it's not because it's going to be what we think as men, you know, for sitting on the couch and just pulling your house to someone, you know, um, this, this, this app, and for counseling and other things, this app is attached for, um, that's made for rather, it's for for men. It's for us to get it right, to, to, to get it right. And I just want to encourage you, my brothers, you're never too old to get it right. You're never too old to fall in love. You're never too old to start a business. You're never too old to fall in love. You're never too old to, to lose weight, get in better shape. You're never too old to do none of those things. You know, you have breath in your body. You can do all things. So I just want you to understand and know that, my brothers. I appreciate you. I appreciate the time. I appreciate spending time with you. I thank you for allowing me to come into your car, come into your living room, come into your uh, 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 your oasis, come into places um, that only certain people go and grow. So I look forward to hearing from you soon. Remember menconqueringdepression.com. We are in the building. Remember men, conquering, remember men underscore conquering underscore depression um, on IG. We're also on Twitter, um, um, you know, well, known as X, you know. Um, it's a lot of things we're doing. Merchandise is coming out. We're going to have some phenomenal quotes and looking forward to having some speakers as well. I'm lining up speakers as well that have been delivered. I'm lining up speakers of men that, that, are, that are changing, that, that want change in their lives. And someone is helping them to do that. So once again, I want to thank you, my brothers. I want to thank you. You have a good night. I so appreciate the support. Please reach out to me. I would love to hear from you. I want to answer every text, every call, every email, every uh, uh, question on Facebook. Um, and just shout out to a brother. I appreciate you. I thank you so much. And you enjoy your day. Men conquering depression. Men conquering depression. Men, that's right, you. You're a conqueror. Conquering depression. That's who you are. You can't be stopped. You can make it. You can make it through. You can do this. You got this, my brothers. But this time, you're not alone. You're not alone in this process. This time, you're not alone. Men conquering depression. 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 depression.